the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters. And here we are, the space between, right? The space between Christmas and New Year's. That uh, no man's land, if you will, no work land, we should call it. Because uh, I was talking with uh, Lee earlier. And, uh, you know, my Christmas is about three to four weeks. You know, Christmas to me is not a day. Uh, it's a mindset. Uh, it's a, it's an attitude, if you will. And so what I do is uh, I work up to Christmas, and then we relax, and then we take the couple weeks off. My goal is uh, Saturday the 8th, I'll take down my Christmas tree. I will uh, put my living room back together. Uh, and then that Tuesday, which will be the th- 11th, we'll get ready for our new year because our first class of the year is on the 13th. And so we keep it slow for a couple weeks. Uh, I do my daily radio show. I do my uh, wayofwarrior.blog. Uh, but uh, I rest. I rest. The start of my diet. I am on day three of my diet, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, uh, I am doing well. I've had two successful days. You know, so today, as I was thinking, what am I going to do on the radio today? And I do that a lot. What am I going to do on the radio today? Uh, you know, I want to talk about this thing called reality. You know, Robin Williams used to have a, a, a saying, you know, uh, reality, what a concept. Well, this whole concept of reality uh, is an interesting concept. You see, nobody responds to reality. What we respond to is our map of reality. Now, some of you just heard me say that there is no reality. I didn't what? say that at all. Yeah, I didn't say that at all. Don't be trumping me. Okay, I didn't say that. I said that nobody responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. And in the field of NLP, that's my background, neurolinguistic programming, uh, one of the many presuppositions is this. The map is not the territory. In other words, our perceptions and our narrative dictate our reality, but they might not be real. And that's what you got to figure out. See, today I want to unpack the power of perceptions and narratives. And once you realize the shaping power of these two nebulous knobs, yep, that's what I said, my two ends, even though one of them's a K, nebulous knobs, these two nebulous knobs uh, will, you realize, perceptions and narratives, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my. See, nobody responds to reality. We respond to our map reality. Remember the study of transactional analysis. There's a stimulus and there's a response. Now, 
you got to get this. Our mind is six times faster than we can talk. So when someone says something or does something, believe it or not, we don't respond to that. Here's what happens. We go to what we know. A dog returns to his vomit and a sow after cleaning herself returns to the mire. You can tell a man's religion in time of despair, right? We go to what we know. The reason why we're doing what we're doing now is because we've done it before. We are creatures of habit. Anybody get this yet? And so when something, when someone says something or does something, we go to our past. And remember, we have the three channels. We have the visual channel. We have the auditory channel. We have the kinesthetic channel. So visually, we see something from our past or connected to our past. Auditorily, we say something or hear something connected to our past. And then kinesthetically, we feel something either tactile or emotional uh, connected to our past. And then we respond to it. You hear me? We're not responding to the stimulus. We are responding to our map of reality about the stimulus. We are responding to our narrative. Remember those two words, perception and narrative. Our perception is what we believe to be true. Our narrative is what we tell ourselves over and over and over and over and over about the situation. And guess what we believe? That what which we tell ourselves over and over and over. I remember uh, a few years back, I was having a conversation with some people on on um, whenever you decide to invest something that's long-term, you should always think ahead, blah, blah, blah. I don't remember all the details. But I remember somehow the scenario came into play. The scenario was this. If you were given a choice to receive $1 million in one month or a penny doubled every day for 30 days, which one would you choose? Now, I'm going to tell you right now how I think. If someone posed me a question, would you receive a million dollars one day in a month or received a penny doubled every day for 31 days, which one would you choose? Now, I know that such a ludicrous question would not be asked of me unless the stupid answer was the right answer. So I just want you to know how my mind thinks. So I automatically know that the right answer has to be a penny doubled every day for the whole month. Now, Logic. I don't know why it has to be that, but to me, right? I mean, John knows the same thing. If you're given something with two answers and one seems totally stupid, you got to believe that the totally stupid answer is the right answer yeah, or someone will be asking you, right? Someone will be asking you such a stupid question, right? So you know that the answer has to be a penny doubled, but you don't know why. And so even though you know this, like right now as I'm posing it, and someone told you that, I'll give you a million dollars any day of this month, or I can start with day one of January and give you a penny and double whatever that is every single day for 31 days. So here's why it matters. You ready for this? I did the math, just so you know. It's pretty impressive, actually, if I do say so myself. At the end of 30 days... You ready what your one-day total would be? $5,368,709.12. Wow. So, yeah, if you got a penny a day doubled, right, every day for 30 days. So this is the problem. This is what happens to most people. This is how a lot of people set goals. This is how a lot of people deal with the reality of life. They know there's a, a right answer. 
But because it feels different, they go with what feels better. This is what's going on in America today. See, this is where perception and reality, they have nothing to do with feelings. Feelings are nothing more than a chemical response to what you're thinking about, uh, your breathing, and your physiology, specifically your eye placement in relation to your physiology, because your body releases 63 known chemicals. And those three things I just mentioned cause your body to release those chemicals, and those chemicals make you feel. And we get so wrapped up in feelings. You are not what you feel. Feelings come and go. Feelings really have nothing to do with the reality. Feelings have nothing to do with love. Amorousness, a lust, yeah, theirs have feelings involved. But love is a verb. For God so loved the world, he did something about it. For you so love your spouse, whether you have physical intimacy or not, whether they're being nice to you or not, whatever, you still serve them. You still sacrifice for them. You still are kind to them, even when sometimes you want to rip their head off, right? Because it has nothing to do with feelings. Day number one, you have one penny. Day number two, you have two pennies. At the end of day number seven, you have 64 cents. So a week into this situation, you're thinking, how did you screw up? You messed up pretty bad. You're a week into this, and you have barely a dollar. Now, at the end of day 14, at the end of the second week, that day 14, you know what you get? $81.92. You have barely cracked $200 halfway through the month, and you're wondering, what were you thinking? You could have had a million dollars. But this is where persistence comes in. By the end of the third week, that third week, day 21, you know what your total is for that day? $10,485,000.76. And by the end of the fourth week, day 28, you now are getting on day 28, $1.342 million. And on day 30, you get to $5.368 million. See, perception and reality have nothing to do with feelings. And today, I want to get your mind right. So you can wrap up this 2021 and get ready for a great 2022. It's all about perceptions, reality, and narrative. I'm Black. We'll be right back. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
American Underdog, based on the true story of Kurt Warner, who went from stocking grocery store shelves to become an NFL Super Bowl Hall of Fame quarterback. Now, enter the American Underdog sweepstakes for your chance to win a five-day, four-night trip with air for a family of four to Paradisus Cancun in Cancun, Mexico. We're also giving away Fandango four-packs to see American Underdog. Destiny, it belongs to the underdogs. Sign up at Freedom1570.com. Just click on Fan Club. Brighten someone's day with a free e-card from the largest online Christian greeting card site, CrossCards.com. There's one for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, or just to let someone know you care. CrossCards.com is a division of Salem Media Group. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about these three things, uh, the nebulous knobs of perception, of reality, and of narrative. And they all are intertwined, intermingled, if you will. And I start off the first segment. By the way, if you miss any of this radio show, you know, lock up an hour. You know, just block off an hour. Come on. It's uh, probably some of the best time you'll spend in your day. You get your noodle going. Uh, you get your mind warmed up, revved up. Uh, get your heart on right, right? Sometimes you got to get your heart on. And you got, yeah, some truth therapy. You got to get your thinking right. You got to get your heart resuscitated. And that's what I do. And today we started with the scenario of a penny doubled a day. And the scenario was this, if you were given a choice to receive $1 million in one month or a penny doubled every day for 30 days, which one would you choose? Now, in order for you to be posed with that question, you got to automatically lean towards the fact that it's the most obvious answer is the one that you would never pick, right? You'd say everybody's going to grab a hold of a million dollars. But this scenario, and I remember doing this financial services, it shows you the power of compound interest. That's what it is. In day 30, the cumulative total of that day alone will be 5.368709.12. 5,368,709.12. That's what you would be given on it. So just the last three days, day 28, then 29, day 30, 1.3 million, day 28, 2.6 million, day 29, and then of course 5.3 million, day 30. Just in those three days alone, you have close to $10 million. And so the reason I bring this up, it's a, it's, it's a huge difference between accepting a million dollars in one day or a penny doubled every day for the 30 days, right? It's a big difference. But see, this is kind of like life. 
this is kind of like setting a goal, losing weight. The funny thing is when you look at this, it's like starting a business or, or making anything long-term, wanting to make a profit. In the beginning, you struggle a lot to get things going. And afterwards, you know, once it reaches a, a point, it just starts taking off smoothly. And this is what we're going to have to take a look at for this new year. Well, what about some things? Maybe it's time to, uh, to revisit your relationship, your marriage. For me, it's my weight. I mean, I've gotten carried away. The last, uh, you know, COVID thing was the icing on the cake and pun intended. And stop with the fat Albert jokes, John. Okay, get, stop in <laughs> get in my belly. Get in my belly. That's what I said to Seven Layer Bars this Christmas. That's what I said to uh, um, um, uh, Val's Homemade Almond Roca. Get in my belly. So, and before that, I was already going. So, it's hard to get started. Why? Because day one, you have a penny. Everybody get this yet? Day two, you have two pennies. You ain't going to become a millionaire getting two pennies, right? Can you hear your dad saying that to you, right? Day three, you got four pennies. Day right, you get it. Day four, you got eight pennies, and the end of day seven, you got sixty-four pennies. Now you've been doing this for a week now, and you passed on a million dollars, and you have sixty-four cents to your name. What a moron, right? <laughs> right? What an idiot, right? That's what you're thinking. Have you ever thought that before? And see, the reason for why this matters is your thoughts. The narrative that we tell each ourselves over and over and over, that's what we believe. If you tell yourself all the time what a moron you are, what an idiot you are, how stupid you are, you will act like that. That is a self-defeating belief system. It's not true at all, but what will happen, you will make it true. You know, I used to think one of the stupid quotes in the world was by uh, uh, Henry Ford. And he said, this is a quote, and to this day is one of my favorite ones now. I used to think it was stupid. He would say, if you think you can or think you can't, you are correct. What? Isn't that weird? Yeah. If you think you can or think you can't, you are correct. And again, that's what I would say. What? What a stupid quote. No. It's, it's actually very profound. Now, if you think you can does not guarantee you can. But if you think you can, you'll act as if you can, which will increase the probability that you will. You see the difference? Uh, the example I give in my training, you know, my training's really intense. And so uh, I have a high bar. And the first night, you're not going to hit my bar. It's pretty high. If, I, if you hit my bar the first night, someone either told you too much or I had too low of, of a bar on you. I didn't have high enough expectations. Uh, and so that's what happens the first night. I mean, people are hit and they, they're failing everything. Uh, man, they, they realize I have a high standard. But then a lot of people early on start thinking, nothing he gives me, I'm going to be able to pass. So that's his gig. So he's going to make me fail everything. Now, there's a big problem with that belief system. First of all, it's not true, right? It should be the problem that's not true, so to bother us. But the second reason why that bothers me is because what it does, it gives people permission to stop. It gives people permission to not push. And you're going to have this chance in 2022. You know, Biden's going to go crazy with mandates and COVID and all this, and people are going to run from fear and scream like a Godzilla movie and all that, because COVID, 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 ah, yeah. And we're going to freak out, right? It's like the blob that ate L.A., right? 
And so the year is going to start a little sketchy, a little edgy, and you're going to think, oh, my gosh, here we go again and throw in the towel. And if you think it's just another wasted year, if you think it's, again, you have no control, you're going to go back to putting on the weight, to suffering from people, uh, from doing all that stuff. And so really you got to realize how the power of perception of reality and narrative play together. And that really is the base for all uh, uh, prejudice. Uh, for all this uh, racist stuff, the Black Lives Matter, I've never seen such a racist organization. They are so racist. All they care about is this color of someone's skin. They don't care if you're a murderer or a rapist. If you're black, you're okay. And if you're white, you're bad. Even if Jesus was white, I doubt it. He was from Middle East, so he's probably more brown. But even if he was white, I would say, you know, people would deny it no matter what. I mean, it, it's just getting to the point where it's really sad. That word choosing to run the opposite direction of Dr. Martin Luther King. And remember, perception is reality. What's real doesn't matter. What's true doesn't matter. What matters is the narrative. What matters is what Facebook allows you to say true. You know, we found out, like, duh, the fact checkers, they were in court of law, found out the fact checkers, guess what? Those are just opinions. What? Obviously. What? <laughs> they're, they're just opinions? What? Where did this come from? Of course, they're just opinions. They're not facts at all. We know that. But this is how everything works. And so you've got to decide. You know, I was looking at quotes on Zig Ziglar. He says, fear, F-E-A-R, has two meanings. It can either mean forget everything and run or face everything and rise. The choice is yours. And see, that's what happens as we set goals. We set New Year's resolutions. We set new goals for the new year. Like for me, I'm in day three of my diet. I've had two successful days. I believe I shifted some thinking. I believe that I'm ready to do this. But fear, fear that it's not going to make a difference. You know, I could be in this thing four or five days with a penny a day doubled. And all of a sudden, after five days of basically starving myself, I've lost three pounds. I've got that seven cents in my pocket. I just passed up a million-dollar payday, and now I'm at seven cents in my pocket, eight cents in my pocket, day four, and I'm wondering what a moron I am. Anybody get it yet? You're going to have those moments, but here's what the key is. You don't have to let fear, say, forget everything and run. You can face everything and rise. you got to go back in the narrative. You can use the narrative to your benefit. You can start the programming. You've got to go in and start changing the programming. But you got to take a look at your beliefs, right? I remember the old story, a recent weekend in Atlantic City, a woman won a bucket full of quarters, like hundreds of dollars worth of quarters in a slot machine. And so she had this bucket of quarters that she was taking around all through the casino, and her and her husband wanted to go to dinner. Uh, and uh, so she figured she would take her quarters up to her room so she wasn't carrying this bucket around the quarters, right? And so she tells her husband, I'll, I'll be right back and we'll go to eat, right? So she carried the coin-laden bucket to the elevator. Uh, she waits for the elevator, and all of a sudden, the elevator door opens up. And as she's about to walk on the elevator, she noticed two men already aboard. Both were black men, big, 
black man. Now, she's, uh, you know, has a background where she doesn't feel comfortable around people of color. She's been hurt and stuff like that. Maybe, who knows? Maybe she's read too many articles. Who knows? But she just felt a little uncomfortable getting on an uh, elevator with two large black men, a single woman by herself with a whole bunch of quarters, okay? So one of them was big, very big, an intimidating figure. And so the woman made eye contact with this gentleman and froze. Her first thought was, oh, my gosh, these guys are going to rob me. Her next thought was, don't be a bigot. They look like perfectly nice gentlemen. But racial stereotypes are powerful, and fear immobilized her. So she stood and stared at the two men. She felt anxious, flustered, ashamed. She hoped they weren't reading her mind. Surely they knew her hesitation about joining them in the elevator. It was obvious. Her face was flushed. She couldn't just stand there. So with a mighty effort, she picked up a leg, and she stepped forward and stepped into the elevator. Avoiding any eye contact, she turned around stiffly and faced the elevator doors as they closed. A second pass, then another. Her fears increasing. The elevator didn't move. Panic consumed her. My God, she thought I'm trapped and about to be robbed. Her heart plummeted. Perspiration poured from every pore. Then one of the men said, hit the floor. Instinct told her, do what they tell you. The bucket of quarters flew upwards as she threw out her arms and collapsed on the elevator carpet. A shower of coins rained down on her. Take my money. Spare me, she prayed. More seconds passed. She heard one of the men say politely, uh, ma'am, if, if you'll just tell us what floor you're going to, we'll push the button. The one who said it had a little trouble getting the words out. He was working mildly not to laugh. She lifted her head up and looked at the two men. And one reached out to help her up. Confused, she struggled to her feet, told to hit the floor. One man said the other to hit the button. That's all it was. And he bit his lip, working not to laugh. Oops. And you know who those two gentlemen were? And they were Eddie Murphy and Michael Jordan. And they sent a big basket to her room with an apology. Ladies and gentlemen, our narrative, our perception can sometimes give us a faulty reality. I am Black, and we'll be right back. Right on. Thanks, brother. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that back over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Have you recently received a quote for an exterior home improvement project that was so high it made you seriously consider selling the house instead? In today's market, it's more important than ever to get multiple bids to make sure you're getting the best possible prices on any investment in your home. I'm Ryan with my three quotes. Not only can I provide you the most competitive bids in the Twin Cities for free, but I can guarantee it will be the quickest and easiest way to get them. 
Whether you need siding, roofing, or windows, I will personally come to your house for a short meeting so we can determine which name brands make the most sense for you and your house. And I'm all about multiple options, so you can have a variety of price points to choose from. A few days later, you'll receive an email from me with the bids attached. I've done the homework on brands and contractors, so you don't have to. It's that simple. No salespeople, no pressure, and no obligation to buy. To set up one short meeting with me, visit GetMyThreeQuotes.com. That's the number three, GetMyThreeQuotes.com. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule What we do in life echoes in eternity. We are lions. Right on. Right on. I am black, and you are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. Today, we're talking about the trilogy, right, of perceptions and narratives and reality. As Robin Williams says, reality, what a concept. It is a strange concept. And, you know, we create our own reality. Uh, and, again, uh, I'm not saying we make up a reality, but it's our perception, our narrative, what we tell ourselves over and over and over, we believe. This is why fear has this powerful effect on people. Fear is a straw mat. The only power that fear has is the power that we give it. And that's why I love the Zig Ziglar quote, fear, F-E-A-R, has two meanings. It means either Forget everything and run, or face everything and rise. The choice is yours, but it's fear with both people, both times. That's why God tells us that he did not give us the spirit of fear, right? Second Timothy 1, seven. Uh, for God has not given us the spirit of fear and timidity, but a power of love, of self-discipline, of self-control, of sound mind, because that's what the translation means, sound judgment, self-discipline, sound mind, self-control. That's who God made us. God says, I, I made you in your womb. I know who you were. It's like the four-minute mile. It's a perfect example. You know, there was a group of people who believed for a long time that man could run a sub-minute, a sub-four-minute mile. Roger Bannister, John Landy, a few other people. There was a handful of people that believed it was possible. And because they believed it was possible, they would run, 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 run. And uh, uh, Bannister was already a British Olympian. I'm not sure if Landy. I think Landy was Australian maybe. I'm not sure, but I think he might have been. And so they kept running and running and running. Now, if you didn't think it was possible, if you did not think it was possible, to run a sub-four-minute mile, you want to practice, 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 right? 
story about the guys doing some sightseeing. He he's from Georgia and he's in New York City. He jumps in the taxi cab driver and he wants to go see uh, the hall, you know, Carnegie Hall. And so he jumps in the taxi cab driver and he says, "Hey Mac, what's the best way to get to Carnegie Hall?" And without pause, the cat taxi cab driver looks at him and says, "Practice, practice, practice." That's the best way to get to Carnegie Hall. Logical. And yeah, and if you want to do anything, the best way to do it is practice, practice, practice. But what you have to do is believe it's possible. If you don't believe it's possible, then you're going to be half-hearted, uh, half donkeys, my dad used to call it. But it really has nothing to do with your butt. has nothing to do with that organ uh, that goes inside your pants that you sit on. It has nothing to do with that at all. It has to do with half-hearted. Because if you have a spirit of fear, spirit of timidity, a, a, a spirit of disbelief, a, a narrative that says you're not good enough, that says you're not fast enough. You know, I'm dealing with counseling with this one friend of mine. Uh, he's a speaker. He's overcome a lot. Uh, he helps people overcome. And he's struggling right now. And he's struggling right now. And what the struggle is is belief system. He's struggling with self-worth. He's struggling with belief. Here's a guy that's overcome more tragedy, more heartache, more pain than most people I know could ever imagine. And yet this person has done it in the past. He's had peaks and valleys. And yet he's having a hard time believing he can still do it. And it's because of his narrative. It's not reality. It's his perception. And yet if this guy was to be called upon uh, and put in front of a group of people and someone really needed him, he would rise up. He would shine. He would help that person overcome. And it would be like two totally different people. Thanks, brother. And yet it's the same man. It's the same man. And so Roger Bannister and this group of people believed that they could run faster than a four-minute mile. And they all wanted to be the first one to do it. So Roger Bannister accomplished it. He was the first documented person to run a sub four minute mile. He made the cover of Time Magazine or Life Magazine. It was everywhere. But you know what happened? 45 days later, 45 days later, his arch competitor, his nemesis, boy, I thought only superheroes had nemesis, right? But no, Roger Bannister had an arch enemy, you know, John Landy. And guess what? John Landy broke his record 45 days later. He ran a faster sub-four-minute mile. And then the mile of the century, I think it was called, uh, a little while later, both individuals ran again against each other. And that's the famous one where, where uh, Roger Bannister wound up winning, but John Landy was ahead the whole time. And he, as he turned the last corner, John Landy turned. I think he looked over his left shoulder to see where Roger Bannister was. And on the right side, Roger Bannister flew right by him. And the quote was something to the effect that when Lot's wife looked back, she was turned into a pillar of salt. When I looked back, I was turned into a silver medal or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. Right? And here's the thing, and again, it's hard to get accurate data, and I look for accurate data. I look for the truth, and it's hard to find it. You know the thing. Within, yeah, I know the thing. Within one year of Roger Bannister breaking the four-minute mile,
somewhere between three people and 100 people ran a sub four minute mile. Do you know what John Landy and what Roger Bannister broke? They broke the belief barrier. They broke the barrier of a false narrative that you can't run faster than a four minute mile. That if man was meant to run that fast, he'd be given animal legs. Or if man was meant to move that fast, he'd be given wings. Whatever people said back then, right? Who knows? But they said stupid stuff like that, right? And so you got to understand, no one responds to reality. We respond to our perception of reality. That's the crazy thing. You know, it's the it's the whole thing. Remember, the whole Joe Biden's running mate uh, was COVID-19. You know, Joe Biden says, boy, Donald Trump doesn't deserve to be president. Look at all the people that died under his presidency with COVID. Boy, he lost his right to be president. And now all of a sudden, no one seems to care. Anyone knows? Because this was all about just removing Donald Trump. Lie and just control the narrative. Just like Facebook didn't want you to know uh, that Joe Biden was compromised by the Chinese right before the election. Facebook didn't want you to know that Hunter Biden is has child pornography on his on his uh, his uh, laptop. Uh, he basically has proof that there's money laundering, that he's hiding money from the Chinese for his dad. All that's on his laptop. But Facebook wanted you to know that uh, it wasn't real. Of course, it was real. But yet they shut down entire media websites so that you couldn't see it because they needed your fear. And remember, you were, he was running against COVID, and Joe Biden was going to fix COVID. I'm going to solve COVID. Well, guess what Joe Biden just said? First of all, there's more people that have died in the same amount of time under Joe Biden uh, than under Donald Trump. So more people have died under Joe Biden with coronavirus in the same amount of time, look at it, uh, than Donald Trump. But you don't hear about it because the media doesn't want you to hear that narrative. You've got to hate Donald Trump and love Joe Biden. And even if you guys feel that way, you're being programmed. This is not politics. This is a wake-up call. This is what's going on because no one responds in reality. We respond to our map of reality. So Biden faces backlash from both sides after seeming to take a drastically different position than he once had. What was that thing? Well, now... Biden said there's no federal solution to pandemic. What? After he vowed, he promised. It was a campaign promise. He was going to shut down COVID. He was going to kick its butt. He was going to make sure people didn't die like died in Trump. Well, more people have died in Trump, and Trump got a vaccine for him. Remember, under Trump, we didn't have a vaccine. So more people with a vaccine and all that, with 80% of people vaccinated, have died under Joe Biden and COVID-19 than Donald Trump. But no one's reporting that. No one cares. And now what's going on is Joe Biden finally admitted the truth. Quote, here's the article in today's paper. Critics on both ends of the political spectrum went full blast on President Biden's claim Monday that states are responsible for solving the coronavirus crisis, pointing out Biden's long history of claiming he would bring the country out of the pandemic. They also noted Biden's federal government has moved to impose vaccine mandates and requirements to wear a mask while traveling on planes and trains, much to the chagrin of many Republican governors. Uh, Isn't amazing? So the whole thing's been a lie. But you won't hear it called a lie. You'll hear people feeling sorry. How about the whole, um, you know, let's go Brandon, right? 
Uh, right? I mean, the whole thing. People, there are famous people that flipped off Donald Trump's motorcade and got elected to office in Maryland. Look at it. Famous people. They became famous because they flipped off uh, Donald Trump's motorcade. How many people? Uh, Robert De Niro telling Tr- Trump F off. All these celebrities every day, every celebrity show, F off President Trump. We hate pre- It was such an in thing to hate the president. Now, now if you say that, it's an insult. Now you're a white supremacist. Now you're a threat to the country. See, ladies and gentlemen, you got to wake up. I don't care if you're red or blue. I don't care if you're Trump or Biden. This is where you've got, because what it does is create a pattern for thinking. Your kids are watching this. How logically, when your kids make sense of this, how are they going to be able to lie to you? How are they going to throw these lies in your face as your parent and say, see, this is why you got to understand narrative, you got to understand perception, and you got to understand reality. Because as a leader at a job, you create the narrative. As a leader at a job, you create the reality. As a parent, you create the narrative. You create the reality. And here's the problem. By the time a child is six years old, some say five years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. And kids are watching the news, they're watching what's going on around them, and they're watching you, mom and dad. And what are they learning about your perception of reality? What are they learning about your ability to be truthful in a lying, dying world? It's important. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about that triage there of perception, reality, and narrative. I'll be right back. The crisis is only deepening. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com. Searching for ways to strengthen your daily walk? Visit crosswalk.com. From devotionals to Christian living topics, movie reviews to marriage and financial articles, and so much more. The intersection of faith and life, crosswalk.com. The Division of Salem Media Group.
When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. It's not getting better, it's deepening. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm talking about how these three things interconnect, how they feed each other, how one begats the other, and they are called perceptions, they are called narratives, and they are called reality. And it is our perceptions and our narratives that create our reality. I remember years ago uh, when I was a single dad, uh, I was uh, just had faith in Christian. Uh, I was dating a girl in California. I think her name was Kim. I don't remember. Uh, and she had a teenage daughter. My daughter, her daughter was like 15, 16 years old, somewhere around there. My daughter was a couple years younger, 12, 13, and a single dad. And I never let my kids go anywhere. Uh, my Everybody was welcome over our house, but my kids never went over anybody's house. I mean, I just know what goes on in people's uh, psyche. And so very controlling. And her daughter kept sneaking out, and she'd be going out with her boyfriend, having sex with her boyfriend, running away. And, and we would get in heated arguments about that because my role as a dad was the most important thing in my life. And uh, um, one time we blew up, and it was really one of the last conversations we had. We didn't know it at the time. Um, but it was she said something that made me never want to be around her again. She finally said, listen, all teenagers do is all teenagers sneak out. All teenagers are having sex with guys. Uh, all teenagers do this. Just wait till Faith gets that age. Uh, she'll do the same thing. And that was probably the last thing she ever said to me. She Tell me don't play that. Yeah, because homie don't play that. Uh, I was not going to adopt her map of reality. I was not going to adopt my girlfriend's map of reality so that my daughter could become a teenage prostitute just because all kids do that now. I don't care if all kids are prostituting themselves. I don't care if all kids are into bestiality. I don't care if all kids are free basing cocaine. Uh, <laughs> my kids aren't going to be doing that. See, this is where you got to be careful. This is how people affect your reality. They say, well, everybody is doing that. That's the norm. That's why the whole uh, homosexuality thing, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's a sin. Homosexuality is a sin like lying and stealing. Those are all called sins. The Bible's pretty clear. A man shall not lay with another man like he lays with a woman. The Bible's pretty clear on that. But again, our sin is between us and God. Uh, it's not the unpardonable sin. Uh, that's blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. God died for all sins. Now, here's the difference. Uh, we must confess. That means agree with God and repent. That means do something different. And then God forgives us. 
But if we don't agree with God that what we're doing is wrong, and we don't change our mind because we don't think it's wrong, don't you understand how that perception, how that narrative cause you to do something that's going to result in you spending eternity apart from God, right? The difference between the homosexuality movement that makes it so wrong is not that it's a sin because we're all sinners. Why do we sin? Because we're sinners. And that's between you and God, just like my sins between me and God. But the difference is when you want to take what God says is wrong and make it right, God has a problem with that. When you open the door and make it easy for other people to mock God uh, to sin and then believe they're not sinning, that's on a totally different scale. That's why our reality is dictated by our perception. And if you're not in the Word of God, but you call yourself a Christian, then your reality is being dictated, your perceptions, by the world. And that's the wrong place. There are two teams. There's God's team and the world's team. You can't be on both. You're either on one or the other. And for the longest time, a lot of us had one foot in both worlds. For a while, we could get away with it. We can't do it anymore. The time is now. I remember hearing the story a long time ago when uh, Albert Einstein was making the rounds of the speaker circuit. He usually found himself eagerly longing to get back to his laboratory work. And so one night, as they were driving to yet another uh, rubber chicken dinner, Einstein mentioned to his chauffeur, a man who somewhat resembled Einstein looks and manners, that he was tired of speech making. He really didn't like it. He liked the science part of it. And so uh, his chauffeur said, I have no idea, boss. I've heard you give this speech so many times, I bet you I could give it for you. Einstein laughed out loud and said, why not? Let's do it. He had that look in his eye. So they figured they'd turn the tables on people. So when they arrived at the dinner, Einstein donned the chauffeur's cap and jacket and sat in the back of the room. The chauffeur gave a beautiful rendition of Einstein's speech. Remember, he heard it hundreds of times. Just like my wife has heard me do Leadership Awakening hundreds of times, she could probably do it just like I do it because she's heard me do it so much. And so Einstein's chauffeur did the speech, did it pretty close to what Einstein normally did, and he even answered a few questions expertly. But here's what happened. Here's how it wrapped up. At the very end, a supremely pompous, you know what those look like, right? Like a Anthony Fauci-looking Fossey, Fossey guy, right? An extremely pompous professor asked an extremely esoteric question about antimatter formation, digressing here and there to let everyone in the audience know that he was nobody's fool and he was so much smarter than everybody else. So without missing a beat, the chauffeur fixed the professor with a steely stare and said, Sir! The answer to that question is so simple that I will let my chauffeur, who is sitting in the back, answer it for me. And imagine, imagine, right? That's right. And this is where uh, the belief system is so important. Remember, everything we do or do not do is driven by belief. And you got to know what you believe. And even when the Bible talks about belief, it uses the word to cling to, to have no other hope. It's like you're drowning in the ocean and there's just one life vest and you cling to it with no other hope. That is when the Bible says believe. If you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and confess with your mouth that he is risen, you shall be saved. That's Romans 10.9. But that believe means to cling to. And you know, in the 19th century, the greatest tightrope walker in the world was a man named Charles Blondin. Remember, I've talked about this before. On June 30th, 1859, he became the first man in history to walk on a tightrope across Niagara Falls. 
Over 25,000 people gathered to watch him walk 1,100 feet suspended on a tiny rope 160 feet above the raging waters. He worked without a net or safety harness of any kind. That's stunning today. The slightest slip would prove fatal. When he safely reached the Canadian side, the crowd burst into a mighty roar. So in the days that followed, he would walk across Niagara Falls many times. Once he walked across on stilts. Another time he took a chair and a stove with him and sat down midway across and actually cooked an omelet and ate it on the tightrope. Once he carried his manager across riding piggyback. Well, that's a good manager. And once he pushed a wheelbarrow across loaded with 350 pounds of cement. On another occasion, he asked the cheering spectators if they thought he could push a man across sitting in a wheelbarrow. A mighty roar of approval rose from the crowd, spying a man cheering loudly. Yeah, he said, so, sir, do you think I could safely carry you across in this wheelbarrow? And the man yelled out, yes, of course. Then he said, get in. And the man refused. See, he said he believed that he could push the wheelbarrow across. And upon that, Bondini told him to get in the wheelbarrow. You hear it yet? He didn't really believe, did he? See, it's one thing to believe that a man can walk across a tightrope by himself. It's another thing to believe he could safely carry you across in a wheelbarrow, right? But it's something also entirely different to get in the wheelbarrow and let him prove your belief to be true. See, that's how a lot of people are with God. It's not enough to believe that Christ theoretically could save you, uh, right, until you get in the wheelbarrow. Cling to, no other hope. And that's what we want to have for the new year. So what we want to do this year is let's wrap up this year. Let's take an inventory. What went well, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. This week, really be looking at this last year in, in the rearview mirror. What went well? What didn't go well? What did you learn from? Uh, what can you do better moving in the new year? And then you got to have some hope. Remember, when you have hope, things change. Hope is a forward direction. We live in a world that wants to remind you of your past. I mean, look at this poor guy, uh, this uh, Sean, uh, this guy, you know, Let's Go Brandon guy. I don't know if you know this. This guy can't even get a job now. He can't get any sponsors. This is Brandon Brown. Why? Because people are connected him to Let's Go Brandon. People are saying he's being political. People are saying it's too much of a risk to be able to do that. And so even though this guy had nothing to do with the Let's Go Brandon chant, even though this guy has nothing to do with supporting or being against Joe Biden, because of the association, because of the perception, because of the narrative, now this guy is being canceled. His name is Brandon Brown. And ladies and gentlemen, this is why you got to get in the driver's seat. You've got to get control of your narrative. You've got to get control of your perceptions. Because especially if you're a child of God, the world's out against you. This is why you need this daily radio show, Hour of Power. This is why you need to go to likeitmatters.net. Sign up for class. This is why you need daily um, encouragement from God with wayofwarrior.blog. This is why I'm on the radio show Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 noon Central Standard Time on freedom1570.com or you can listen to replays at likeitmattersradio.com. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. My goal is to remind you that when you live your life like it matters, it does. 
have conservative voices been silenced by the left when it comes to important conversations about energy. The Minnesota Conservative Energy Forum stands strong with other conservative leaders that are fighting for our energy security. Renewable energy will help strengthen our energy grids and our independence by generating more energy here at home. America should be self-reliant when it comes to energy. Clean energy made at home is the answer for a stronger grid and a more competitive, more secure Minnesota. At the Minnesota Conservative Energy Forum, they believe an all-of-the-above energy approach is the right way to lower prices for consumers, strengthen our energy grids, and support our national security interests. Follow them on Twitter at MN Energy Forum and on Facebook at Minnesota CEF. The Minnesota Conservative Energy Forum is a 501c3 organization. To make a tax-deductible donation, please visit mncef.com. That's mncef.com. Paid for by the Minnesota Conservative Energy Forum. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.